Welcome to the Jumping Through Hoops podcast series. I'm Hannah Charlotte. I'm a multidimensional entrepreneur, marketing, media, and mindset wizard, and mum of three. And I have set this podcast up in order to serve and support you in your journey of entrepreneurship. Enjoy. So welcome back to the Jumping Through Hoops podcast with myself, Hannah Charlotte. So this is episode 64. And today, really excited, we've got Caroline Newman, aka Dance Lady, joining us. And Caroline, or Dance Lady, you should call her, is, is a friend of mine, actually, who I've known for a number of years now. We were just having a quick chat. Um, before I started recording about how we met and we're actually not that sure <laughs> how we met but first I'm going to introduce you first of all to Caroline so hi Caroline hello Hannah it's lovely to see you and I think that's don't you think that's a sign of a good friendship that neither of us can remember actually how we met <laughs> I, I think it must have been online because we were trying to work out I mean it's it's definitely been uh at least five five years I mean oh. It's yeah at least that hasn't it I think yeah, yeah. Um, I would say I'm being inclined to say a bit more and we met online but how we met online via Facebook yeah I don't I don't know uh I thought it was a business thing but you seem to think perhaps not <laughs> um but you were definitely you just started globe fit and at that time I can remember you came on holiday to center parts as well okay. and I don't live that far away from that center parts so we met up. We met a couple of times at Centre Park, mm. I think, haven't we? Yes. So, yeah, that's it. Actually, I think it was through your group, um, the kids' fitness instructor group, isn't it? So, and, and we'll talk a little bit about that actually, because you've got quite a strong online platform. So, um, first of all, <laughs> we'll, we'll figure out how we met. But we met. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> um, so, can you tell listeners what you do? Uh, and then, obviously, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But how did you, first of all, how did you get the name Dance Lady? <laughs> oh, so I was really lucky I've never had to pay for any branding or anything like that um so I've always worked with children that's been my most sort of specialism and what would happen is I'd go into schools and um sort of venues like that and the admin lady would be go oh god good the dance lady's here (laughs) (laughs) so a bit love on the lines of like the dinner lady um so Dance Lady became Dance Lady. And like I said, I've never had to pay for any branding because the name has stuck. And it's good because what you see on the label is exactly what I do. So I'm never confused with the football man or the violin teacher. (laughs) It's the Dance Lady. And what's lovely is um, even now I get kids that are, well, they're not even kids, they're young adults that go, all right, Dance Lady. (laughs) <laughs> um, which is quite lovely so I'm very lucky yeah I love it so so you're a dance teacher um and yeah you've acquired the name dance lady so how long have you actually been teaching dance for uh so um my journey is as I've always been in the fitness industry so I got my uh RSA examination which is really old school in 1994 I failed first time and complete on the second time. So I'm one of the original RSA, have always worked in the fitness industry, always delivered uh, group fitness classes, ETM, exercise to music. Um, <clears throat> I've taught step, fit steps, line dancing, 
good old fashioned aerobics, legs, bums and tums, anything that they, whatever name it is that they use it, I've done it, uh, uh, Zumba and all the rest of it. Um, and then about uh, 15 years ago, um, a job came up in my local school uh, to be um, the dance coordinator working in the school sports partnerships. And at the time I thought, oh, I'll just go for it. Um, although I don't actually have any formal dance qualifications, so I'm not a ballet teacher, I can't teach tap. I haven't got my ISTD um, qualifications, I think that's what they are. But I've always delivered dance movement. And we had to do a, a class in front of some teachers and the kids. And then the kids were asked to vote, you know, like seven for the teacher that they wanted. And I was like a 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. Um, and it really was because it was just fun. And, you know, I taught them dance, but they didn't know that they were teaching. They were, that's what they were doing. And then, so like I said, that's about oh, 15 years ago. And uh, like I said, I used to work for what was the old school sports partnerships. And then in 2012, um, I found out I was pregnant and I was redundant on the same day. And uh, then that's how Dance Lady evolved because um, I just, managed to keep my job really I didn't I didn't really have an option to be honest um so when I was made redundant and I thought well I don't really want to go back to the gyms don't really want to go back to personal training and stuff like that and so I just contacted all my schools and I, here I am you know 2012 later <laughs> oh amazing so yeah I didn't know that that you'd been made redundant and that's so that is what sort of spurred you on to then sort of becoming dance lady and creating this own business of yours where you go into schools now um, and you deliver uh, what you do and you've also got quite a strong online platform which I mentioned previously and I, I realized now that is how I met you that's how I met you that's how I discovered yes. you. it was through your kids fitness instructor group and I think I was probably following you and watching what you're doing for a while and I think that's how we then connected um, via that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, as I said, I didn't know about your redundancy. So that's really interesting um, because I had, in a way, a similar story. I was sort of forced to sort of create my own business. I got made redundant in uh 2009 through 2010 from the airlines um and that is when I sort of was kind of forced into this whole business journey as well and that sort yes. of thing to you know it, it kind of That's in a way yeah um so how like I mean I we've we've had chats before haven't we about challenges that we've both sort of had which is similar because we're in a similar industry and have been on I suppose a similar journey actually um and I say you've got quite a strong platform uh, online um with your dance lady business I know you sell resources as well don't you class plans and and to other dance teachers and to schools as well um PE um, plans and so on so I know uh, you know we can just touch on that a little bit if you want to have a little chat about that as well just to sort of let the audience know what you do a little bit more in, in detail there um yeah so and I think that's probably one of the hardest things of my job and especially if your listeners are creative people like I am amazing at working with kids um and it doesn't matter if they're disengaged kids if they're special education needs kids additional learning kids year six boys who are not interested da -da -da. it doesn't matter you give me a load of kids and i will have them engaged because i am that good and it sounds big-headed but i just am um 
But the hardest thing for me is to get my head around that I can't start, keep delivering Dance Lady physically. Mm. I'm going to be 50 next year. It is not cool to be rolling around on the floor as a comet or um, the Lion King or whatever the theme is. I love it. <laughs> it's, but it's not cool. And I've got to be mature about these sort of things. So um, I've finally got my head round to, well, actually, no, I don't even think I've done that. But basically, I've tried to put the things that are in my head and the things that I do physically onto paper to a lesson plan that people can take away and, and teach. So, for example, stars, I mentioned comets. So, you know, I've, I've been doing the last 10 years uh, when the kids in school were learning about space and we're shooting stars and black holes and comets and spaceships and we're star formations and stuff like this. And I am really good at doing this physically, but to actually put it down in words is really hard. And as for creative people to get that across, mm -hmm. it's very challenging. Um, and I haven't got it right by no means, but, what I have done is I've given, hopefully given people a, um, the meat on the bones, as it were, lesson plans so that they can take that away and go, okay, great. Yeah, I'm, I'm not brilliant. My, my stronghold isn't teaching dance movement, whatever you want to call it. But with these few hints and tips, then that's how I can approach it and deliver it to my children or, or holiday club or dance club or whatever it might be. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Because with all the experience you've got, you know, being able to now put all of that into something that you can then share with other people that they can then go on and use to, you know, keep inspiring children is great. And, and I think you, you know, the best person to deliver that sort of thing. So obviously at the end of this, um, I will pop on the notes of, and links to where people can find your resources if they do want Thank them. You um so yeah let's um talk a little bit about obviously you're you've got a son haven't you who's actually the same age as my son sure, that's it yeah <laughs> and and obviously the juggle is is real <laughs> you know trying to sort of do the whole parenting thing and obviously run a business and for you obviously you're physically in your business <clears throat> still and you're trying to create at the same time this platform so I guess you're juggling all the balls um how do you balance that um how do you balance it? That's a really good question. And I don't think you do. And um, you get it right and you don't get it right. And I think you just have to roll with the flow a lot. And again, creative people are very in the moment, on the spur. So I'm, I'm you know, I'm a bit like that. And I can be very much like, oh, shiny object here. And I've got to do business here. But hang on, yeah. I've got to be super mum here. And it, yeah. and it, you just get on with it yeah. um and as you as you know i've conf well i'm not confided into you but um i lost my husband uh 16 months ago now uh and quite frankly it was shit but the same thing applies you know when we were both made um redundant that's what you're dealt and that's what, what we've had to get on with and that's the way it is and I think now a year on or more than a year on now I think that's what's made me so passionate about keeping going keep succeeding and really putting the final bit if you like of dance lady together i.e with the products and stuff that I'm now doing because like I said I'm, I don't want to be 
rolling about on the floor in the next 10 years time but I, I don't want dance lady to be just that was Caroline Newman and she doesn't teach it now she works in Waitrose on the tills so I that's really important but like you said with getting that whole life child balance you just do it and yeah. it's not it's all the other stuff that goes on top like stupid mundane stuff like life insurance and all of a sudden I've started to worry about pensions <laughs> oh no it's so true and I think I, I totally agree with what you say I kind of just go with the flow like you know with kids I mean you know I do have the support <coughs> of my husband and um family help at times but the juggle is you know I, I just sort of go with the flow, yeah. <laughs> just knowing that plans go out the window. <laughs> yeah, I think I have to. And on that note, Hannah, that's really interesting because I've asked myself this quite a few times. Did you do a business plan originally? Did you ever sit down and go, right, this is where I want to be in three years' time, four years' time? Did you ever do that? No. No. <laughs> no, and I, I, I never have. I think I've I think I've set myself goals. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, goal setting. I love a goal setting um, exercise. I love vision boarding. I love having you know my I, I write down my goals, but a business plan, no, <laughs> no, no. And I think it, I'd be very interested to know what the like the research and information on is. Is that if I'd said right by year three, I'm going to be earning da 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 da. da um, would that have hindered me because what you know like covid for example lockdown mm. no one knew that was coming at us did they um so would that have hindered would you have got there did learn i'm not sure if you can actually plan for stuff like that and especially with our jobs the nature of creativity and spontaneous stuff yeah can that be planned and and that's it. I know. And I would say, <coughs> with another door opening, there's always, uh, you know, we're kind of being rerouted quite a lot. So for me now, I, I, I yes, I have a a plan as such, I suppose, for the year ahead of where I'd like to be and what I have happening. And you know, I have these goals. And and as I say, I on the vision board, I kind of get quite creative with pictures of things I want to achieve. But uh, when it comes to you know putting a time frame on things, I I think. From what you're saying you're very much on the same sort of uh, page as me but I think um I have completely now sort of taken off any time frame for anything because I just believe now that things will happen when they happen and actually I do think when you goal set by time it that is when actually people can kind of be put off things you know it's when people give up a lot of the time because they think I yeah this by six months I'm a failure and and that's not not true you know I believe in this thing called divine timing and, and everything has its right time everything has its right season um you know I've got a mentor uh, Melanie Ann Leia actually she talks about pineapple season and how you plant the seeds under the surface you've you, you've sowed those seeds um you've put yeah. that thought out into the universe or whatever and those yeah you don't keep digging it up do you to check oh are you on the time it's frame the time. you know it, it's on and its own that's time really time. interesting <laughs> I love that I mm. love that and so I love that that's come from like a business side of things so I'm I'm very what you see is what you get and I come from a very conservative background. My my parents have lived in the same village all their lives. My dad has only ever lived in two houses in his whole life. Um, and they are very rural, organic and, and grow their own food and da da da. Um, 
so the way that you've just described that pineapple thing that would make complete sense to my to my mum and dad that designed their own garden you know when they they had a, an ultimate plan but yeah you didn't keep sort of moving that hedge because it wasn't right or wanting the bigger hedge you just waited for it to evolve and yeah that's really interesting yeah, yeah. And, and you could say the same as well you know like I suppose when you have a baby, like you're given a due date, but I know you're going to know roughly around when that baby's going to come. You can't actually, you don't know for sure, like mm. it's going to happen on that day, do you? And this is the thing, like anything in life, I think you have to trust a little bit. And if you, I, I this is where the power of manifestation comes in, which I'm massive on, you know, and I'm a massive believer of manifestation. You are very good at it, yeah. <laughs> and I, I admire you for that because oh. I'm, I'm not as good as, yeah. But I admire, I love watching your posts and so on how you how you do that oh thank you I I think it's just come through trusting and through seeing evidence for myself that I'm able to achieve these things through the power of the mind and through also not putting the pressure and going back to the whole business plan thing you know not getting caught up in that because actually as you said covid kind of for me like completely sort of blasted my business out of the water do you know what I mean and and the plan that where I was going and it kind of took me on a completely different course yeah um, but I had already sowed these seeds of where I wanted to be in life like how I saw myself as a business owner I had all of this in my mind but I think you need to lose the um the how how it's going to happen okay and, and the why I think for you as well with what you do the why is really important with what you do um, and for anyone really who's listening as a business owner, I think your why is always the reason. You've got to come back to your why. Why are you doing what you do? Yeah. Um, and the how will fall into place. The how and the when will fall into place, but the why is the the main factor, you know. Um, yeah, that's yeah. Why? Because I'm bloody good at it and I've watched other people do it and think, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. How hard is it to motivate that child? Yeah. yeah and and having that passion of yeah. wanting to improve young lives and I think you you and I are on the same page there we're very passionate about kids fitness well-being you know and and that reason why is, is something that I think that motivates you as much as it does me you know it's that that's our reason why to improve improve lives so yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. for me it's just um being active and healthy and fit and moving you know, as a child, to me, that's, that's, uh, why wouldn't you want to do it? I, yeah. I always find that hard to get. Mm. Uh, and like, so again, our sons are very similar. Your little boys, he's really good with his football, isn't he? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, my son is just getting really good at rugby. Um, and it's lovely cause I'm on the sidelines as the mum and all the dads are, they're lovely and you can hear them going, oh, yeah, you know, and he's, he's good there. He's got skills, da, 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 da. And for me, I don't care what size, shape, ball it is. I don't care if it's a bat, it's a racket, it's whatever. It's sport, being active and the friendship groups that they make from that. Yeah. And then also now uh, my son and I've talked more about where he's going to go in the future. And I want him very much to travel. I want him to think big or actually hence why we have a, a map that's been on there for about 15 years um and we were talking about that if you're a a, a boy bloke and, and for women as well but mostly blokes i'd say if you've got a football and you're on a beach and you're on your own 
within two minutes, you won't be on your own with the football mm -hmm. on the beach. There'll be another people and someone will put two jumpers down. There'll be a gold cut post. And it's very bonding, isn't it? Activity, yes. movement, sport, whatever you call it. Someone's always going to join in with you. Mm. Yeah. And, and actually, it's really interesting. I was having a conversation with my husband about this. He's just started doing goalkeeper coaching and he was saying the same thing, uh -huh. actually, like how sport actually just it, it really helps with the social skills and it brings it friendships naturally and it actually makes you a, a more outgoing social person if you've had sport in your life and and you know I think there's so much to be said for that uh I know for myself growing up I I, I used to do horse riding I used to do um dancing um I love playing rounders lacrosse and things and I always used to have quite a lot of social networks and even now when you think about you know in the fitness industry we, a lot of us have never met in person but we always like have that sort of bond that thing in common yeah. um sort of it brings people together doesn't it yeah it really and works. I found I mean I, I've always walked I enjoy walking always have done and I've always had a dog and during lockdown, the national pastime was going for a walk. Um, and us original walkers used to get quite disgruntled of people who were suddenly just <laughs> walking around. Um, but from where, you know, when I walk and I go and meet other, or I see other people, I should say, who walk, our common conversation is, or oh, how far you, what are you walking today, or how far are you walking? And then we compare different walking routes and have you done that path and have you done this and uh, I'm hoping to complete the southwest coast path, which is about 600 miles and I've done a bit of it already, but I get so into the group with um, <clears throat> the sections that people have done and how they did it and how long they took it and I just really get into it and so again it's irrelevant if it was, you know, a, a very active sport yeah. as in football, da -da -da. Yeah. even now as as we're all getting older. The, the pastime of walking is still that common interest. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. I think exercise, physical activity is so much more than just the physical. It, you know, we yeah. could go forever talking about the mental well-being, about what the benefits that it brings to, to people's lives. I mean, it, it's just phenomenal, really, isn't it? And I think yeah. that's why, you know, obviously you're doing what you do and going back to your why, you know, there's so many reasons why we do what we do I suppose um yeah. but yeah I mean that's amazing with your son doing rugby I love it and uh, so just going back to obviously like being a mum obviously now like on your own with your son like how has how have you found adapting to like being alone with your son like I suppose effectively as a single mum um we're a team actually yeah and i think uh so my husband was poorly for a long time so we were a team as a three and then i think during that period of time um we ted and i bonded very much as a team as two because i suppose we had to yeah. um and also during this time i didn't realize that i i went through a lot of that grieving process already so <clears throat> when he finally when he died finally died that's a bit rude but when he died um, someone said to me, I'll go through the grieving process. And I was waiting for this process to happen. And it, it has, but it didn't. Mm. <clears throat> and it's because I think my son and I did a lot of the grieving process whilst he was still with us because he was so poorly. Yeah. And then that's really bonded us. Um, so we work very much as a team. Um, we have to, and it's, it's actually, it's really interesting. 
I, I mean, I probably speak to him too much in adulty terms, as in, oh, I don't know, he'll say, oh, are you all right, mum? And I'll go, oh, no, I've got to sort out the bloomin', whatever it is, you know. So I suppose I probably reflect on him too much, but so I am very aware that I must still keep him very much a child. Um, but then in saying that, I'm, we're we're always doing stuff which is very fun together and like going to be, I went to a rugby match on Saturday to actually watch a rugby match I didn't have a clue what I was doing there you know asking the really stupid dumb questions but it was very important for me that I put myself into that not awkward position because it wasn't awkward but you know I had to let him be the lead on what so what what's that person doing with the ball now and that kind of thing mm. so yeah i think that's how that, how that works for us but i don't i would imagine there's probably no handbook because no. at the moment we have a lot of fun and we've got it right and da, da, da. but then who's to say in a year's time he starts secondary school will it spin on his head will it be different mm. who knows yeah no you're absolutely amazing and so inspiring and obviously you know i can't imagine how it it must have been but you know hats off to you to come coming through this you know stronger wiser everything you know I'm sure you probably but the have... thing is that Hannah anyone that you've probably spoken to and everyone's listened you don't have a choice you, no. or I didn't feel that I had a choice um so your choice is you either don't carry on with life and then your child isn't having the best of his life mm. and, I, and I know my husband would have hated that um and and actually probably go up in a bit of a tangent here but if anyone's listening and perhaps they're, they're finding in their self in the same situation or whatever there's a really good group called way uh widowed and young and it's an excellent group and i would say definitely join it and i joined it and i have again found a few sort of quite true friends there um and i've also read and looked at other people's stories and thought oh god i hope i, I hope i don't turn out like that um you know and, and it's it's really good to make sure that you're very open to all sides of all sorts of things but ultimately with business with relationships with whatever yeah. you just have to get on with it don't you yeah yeah true and and that's really um really helpful actually well what we'll do is um if we can share a link to the group that you've just suggested so if anyone yeah. is listening that is going through a similar experience then then that would be really useful is that a facebook group is it that people can join? i think it's well it's like a national group now okay. where, where it's been going for years and years and years um but of course it's one of those things that you don't really know about until you're put yeah. into that situation yeah and of course those, those are the men and the women that, who are in the group, there's so many things that they want to be able to say, but they can't say to their friends and family because they're afraid that they're going to hurt them or it might upset them. But the group, it's a safe, open space. You can say, oh, blah, 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 and then yeah. people go, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, because I guess everyone's kind of going through a similar experience. And, yeah. Exactly, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, wow. No, hats off to you. And, and you know, as you say, you, you haven't got a choice, have you really, at the end of the day? And life throws all sorts of things our way. And, and we have to kind of just take that and, and do our best with what we're dealt with, like you say, and, you know, become stronger, wiser through it, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's, what's the, you know, everyone's got something going on in their life, you know, yeah. you just... They have, they have. Yeah. And, 
you know this thankfully I do think you know so a lot of people sort of diss social media but I actually believe that social media is a really good tool because actually it's it's connected a lot of people you know around the globe and I think without it sometimes you know support isn't there for people you know you've got a computer now you can just log on and you've got access to to people to support from in every area now haven't you just through social media so I you know when people say social media is a bad thing I, I actually have to disagree I think there are elements to it obviously yes there are but but then everything's a bad thing red wine's a bad thing <laughs> but if you if you have it in moderation it's absolutely fine yeah <laughs> it's just, you know it's the same and again with that <clears throat> I just reflecting then I was really lucky when um everything was was going wrong in the fact that because I I'm self-employed if I didn't turn up to work, I didn't get paid. It was as simple as that. So I remember at one time, one morning, I was, I just got off this list to, to try and work out power of attorney for our affairs. But unfortunately, by that time, it was too late. And then I had to then go and deliver a class in, in, in school. And kids are in the moment, aren't they? So yeah. they don't really care if I've had a bit of a rough time and I've just had to pick my husband up off yeah. the floor and I'm trying to sort out power of turning they don't care all they want to do is can we do the move can we do the warm-up to I like to move it move it and I think that brings you back to that sort of reality and and so on and then yeah that you just have to do it and you can use those social media moments yeah. to say oh Christ this happened this morning and I had to do and then go and do I like to move it move it it just reminded me actually of um a situation I was in when um my husband lost his mum I think it was coming up for six seven years six years ago I think it yeah it, no seven years ago because it was when I was pregnant with our youngest uh yeah, yeah, yeah. and and actually yeah I was seven months pregnant at the time she was like bless her on her last legs over in hospital really last minute thing we didn't know anything about it and he had to get oh, wow. over to Dublin and I, I was heavily pregnant with all these hula hoops <laughs> turning up to teach a hula hoop class and I was just saying about it it was like they all wanted a song I think it was at the time was it Frozen or something oh uh, let it go got all this going on and it's like but you know it's <sighs> I think those things are sent to ground us though aren't they yes you know yeah. and for you to then like I say seven years later look back and go god how did I do that well I just I don't know and, and from everything and what with business and everything I've been very aware and, and I'm trying to do a bit of self-development on high frequency higher higher self or, or whatever it is I'm not using the right words because there's something that takes over and gets you through all that yeah. stuff yeah. And yeah. what is it yeah and why are some people more open to it and some people aren't and mm-hmm. how do some of us use it more mm-hmm. yeah and and that's something I as I say I'm really passionate about and that coming down to like the whole manifestation and and I don't think you can ever stay high vibe <coughs> all the time I think this whole yeah. actually it's a little bit toxic this sort of um culture of the high vibe you know all the time high yeah, vibe no, no, no. Uh, you know I I think it's impossible and actually well, surely actually, you need yin and yang surely you need balance yeah, yeah. And, and this is where I think we need a there's a flip side of everything you know you've got the ups the downs of life and as you say the yin and yang is a great way to describe it because um you know we we can be 
really happy but we can also be really sad at the same time do you know like I don't know about you but I I have moments where I could be crying like an hour ago I could be in tears and then the next thing I could be laughing you know and it's, it's that up and down up and down of life isn't it yeah. and I think you need that like to reflect upon that when you're happy yeah. you're you're really happy um and, and, and that's it. yeah no, sorry, I was just going to say, like, this is where I talk quite a lot about flatlining. Some people that just like flatline life, like, like it's, we're not supposed to be just flatlining. We're supposed to have, you know, you can't have the massive highs without the real lows. And no. this is, you, it's it's a range. I think it's like a range of frequencies that we can hold. And if if you want to have something great, then you've got to be prepared that you're going to fall yeah further yeah. you know otherwise and this is why a lot of people sit in this comfort zone like they want that but they don't want that <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? so they won't push themselves no. okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah um, that's interesting yeah but I don't think you can always be high vibe can you and as you know you know you you probably experienced over the last couple of years every range of emotion and and as human beings that's what we're supposed to do we are supposed to have that <laughs> And as a high vibe person, when I meet other high vibe person people, I tend to look and think, oh God, you're too much, calm down. <laughs> but then I am that person. <laughs> oh no, I love it. It's, it's the creative energy in you. I think it's, you know, and actually being around kids all the time as well, it kind of rubs off on us, I think a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, because like I said, they just live in the moment and I love it. They say it as they see it um so uh the classics I used to have really short hair and the classic I used to have a little girl which came up to me and she went I'm not sure if you're a boy or a girl (laughs) but it's okay (laughs) so and I thought that was really lovely because it it was irrelevant if I was boy or girl I was it was going to be fun um and yeah it's just when you get those there's really lovely little moments that they've enjoyed saying mm-hmm. or when they see you and they go his dance lady everybody <laughs> yeah it's there's something about kids it's just for me as you know I like Bloodfoot. it's got lots of elements to it but one of the main elements is um running these holiday clubs for children who are um perhaps don't have the money normally to come like they come from families that are sort of on benefits related school meals and so on and and actually you know what's so lovely is that some of them in the summer spend four weeks with us and you you realize that you're creating a lot of their memories that they're going to take forwards into their their lives into their adulthood they're going to remember these moments and actually you know for you with you when you're teaching these dance classes these children are probably going to um remember you for the rest of their lives you know well, they do like I said you know I'm I'm in waitress or whatever later and some burly 20 year old goes right dance lady <laughs> um so they they do um and and I actually have as I've got older and mature in the way that I teach I've become very aware that actually I am part of my job is to make sure that for that moment in time that I've got that child that they fully enjoy and embrace what they're doing with me um because for a lot of them that might be the only moment in time in school that they actually are really good at that subject or whatever it is uh and we, we, there's so much going on so um a lot of my schools now English is second language so you've got that language barrier so you've got to make sure that you really 
um, express what you're doing and give them the ultimate enjoyment. So although they might not quite fully understand it, when they see the next week, they think, oh yeah, that's that woman. She's a bit of a nutter, but we get to do lots of fun and run around. Um, <laughs> and that might be their way of getting rid of some energy that's built up or being able to communicate through physical activity. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's probably so much more stuff going on and, you know, just a simple act of just mm. interacting with them. Yeah. And and that kind of actually just leads on to, we'll wrap it up soon, but there's the sort of something I just wanted to sort of touch on with you, because I know you probably feel quite passionate about this, is that, do you think there's enough physical activity? Do you think there's enough nope. creativity in schools? No. Nope. No. Oh, well, you know, Sir Ken Robinson, we're killing creativity from like there. Um, whether I, I get, I understand why English and maths and so on has to be such a strong part of it. But we all know that if you get a bit frustrated to go outside and run about, jump on the trampoline, punch a punch bag, whatever it is. Um, and yeah, I am really passionate about this. Sorry, Han. Um, so absolutely not and and everything all all the industry um if you want to be an architect if you want to be um a solicitor if you want to be um a designer a builder a website does anything like that you've got to be creative so if we're only challenge challenging or channeling as well this line of thought and not bringing in all this other stuff how are we going to get industry of next time no um and interesting it really interesting so my sister is far more intelligent than me she works so she lives and works in australia she works for a big australian bank she's hr and she's got oh, i know like 600 people underneath her and there's this big thing about gen x now and i don't even know what gen x is um <laughs> but gen x generation uh feel very downtrodden they feel that they um, are never going to be able to get things in life, such as mortgages and houses, because everything is out of their reach and they want to be earning this sort of money straight away. Da, 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 da. And But some of that has got to come back to when they were at school, it was just all channeled, you know, get this right, do this right, but mm, don't go out of the lines too much because we're not quite sure how we can cope with that. Yeah. Uh, and this, you know, again, is a topic that I'm really passionate about. I could speak about it for ages, but the system, I believe, was set up and designed years ago for, like, back if you think about when the Industrial Revolution and so on. Oh. Like, this is when the system, and, and it served a system then uh, for a workforce, you know, that we're, but not now when there's so much uh, opportunity in the world now. Yeah. And, and it's not just, you know, these set careers that paths that people have to follow there is so much more and you know I truly truly believe that there needs to be a change in the school system and and you know there is so much focus my daughter now is is uh, going to sit her GCSE shortly and and obviously there's so much focus on science math English and it's like what about the other things what she she's a very creative girl she's not academic in any way and why you know is she not being you know everyone's different. stimulated with yes, all that yeah. absolutely why is there not more of what she's good at you know like she loves the arts music performing arts she's a bit like me in a way uh she's into a drama and and you know there's there's like one one lesson a week compared to like five maths lessons a week and yes you know as you know maths is important 
um I, I have to say I failed maths <laughs> oh I've got you <laughs> that was back in the day that if you wrote your name you instantly got an e <laughs> oh, I failed maths um and it's interesting though isn't it because actually like we're both business owners and maths is a quite big part of it when you're doing your accounts and you're having to kind of make sure you're budgeting and so on and like for me now I've got staff working for me and I have to like budget and make sure I can yeah. and and I didn't pass maths so I do have to question like what what's happening with the system you know yeah. how is that really something's broken something so, yeah and like I say also the whole industry would spin on it needs a bit of a spin on its head and i don't want to take this away from any of our hard-working teachers because they work hard absolutely but we've got some people who are still in the industry and they've been in the industry in the same job for 30 35 years um now would that happen in banking i'm, I'm probably using the wrong sort of scenario but th there needs to be a sort of a, a a better move on and a roll on and the younger um, uh, teachers and, and nurses and all that sort of stuff the younger people come in they need to be really um motivated and prompted and 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 given some more freeway on on how we can get the best out of our young people yeah 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 and this is where I think movement dance sports everything comes into play a little bit as well because also you know I I don't believe that in schools are teaching children enough about managing emotions so you know they're leaving school and they're not knowing how to have relationships you know because no one no one's taught that stuff it's not spoken about you know and you know my son's just done sex education and then I, I think my daughter did it last year a little bit more in detail but you know it's really just the bait that hasn't changed either do you know what I mean and it's like actually it needs to be talking a little bit more about how emotional you know like everything comes into play there it's not just a physical yeah. thing it's like yeah. people are coming in and I'm actually I coach women now uh, from like from healing from toxic relationships you know and actually I've had a whole series in my life of toxic relationships I think I've probably told you a little bit of the story but it's like if we'd had some guidance at school and even now I don't think people are getting that guidance then perhaps people no. have wiser choices going out into the world you know and have a little bit of more knowledge on how to choose healthy relationships as well um and actually going back to the sports thing um you know I think a lot of frustration and things can be and your emotions can be sort of channeled into sports and to dance especially dance you know that's how I suppose your passion probably you channel into dance I channel into hooping and dance as well yeah. um, and that's how it's my it's my go-to um <laughs> so if I'm feeling a bit upset I put some music on I jig yeah. about if I've got too much energy in me which quite often happens I go and do something I work out every morning um and it's all that sort of stuff that that we do because we know that works, but it's not being filtered down. Interestingly, um, my son's mate has just started secondary school and they get 30 minutes for lunch. Um, and he goes and plays football um, and he really enjoys that time football, but there's not enough time to do the two things that they need to do, i.e. exercise and then get in the dinner queue to get lunch. Yeah because then it's over and it's straight back in. And we all know that if we're not moving and releasing this pent up energy and keeping the brain mm. motivated and the body motivated, that, you know, half an hour is not enough. It needs to be this constant little energy breaks. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I just think that, you know, if, if you could change things up a little bit would, with, say, like a maths class could be incorporated into a football session. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I, I know this is what you do with some of your class plans. You bring a lot of education, don't you, into your, your dance. But if this could be done in the school system, I mean, it would be a win-win, surely. You know, you're bringing sport into all the other subjects. You're bringing movement into the other subjects. I mean, Learning through movement. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I think. Well, if, they, if someone could just put me in charge of the government, I'd have it all <laughs> sorted out quite easily. <laughs> oh, I think I think you should be you go for next prime minister. I would. I'd be good. <laughs> what I would do is I'd embrace the national um, pastime of having a cup of tea, and I'd make the whole work right. We're going to have a cup of tea, and we're going to talk about this. <laughs> so we'd have a cup of tea to make our decisions. <laughs> Oh, Caroline, thank you. We're going to wrap it up there, but I reckon we should have another chat about all of this at some point, putting the world to rights. And um... <laughs> definitely, maybe maybe we could do like an open panel and have some of your listeners come in, and it would be great, wouldn't it? I'd turn into that Les Dawson, a bit of a <laughs> Les Dawson moment. Yeah, let let's actually plan that. Let's do let's do that at some point. Yeah, like a lady. What's that program on at lunchtime? Ladies at lunch or something. Loose women. Loose women. Yeah. <laughs> I don't watch. Although them. they 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 annoy me a bit, but on that kind of line, just have a, a panel of people debate. Something. Yes, I love a debate. Yeah, <laughs> Caroline, thank you. Dance lady, should I say. Thank you so much. And I am going to share all of the links to where you can find more about Caroline's work and also um, this support group as well that Caroline mentioned. Nice. Uh, thank you. So thank you so much, Caroline. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to me today. I do hope my information has been useful in some way. Now, if you have enjoyed listening, then I would really appreciate if you leave me a review over on iTunes or any other platform that you are listening from. Thank you.